following program may contain forced language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. up the bat signal for this special episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me in the app. Paul Biscrillo, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And Duelist, that guy who watched Toonami all the way through this weekend. I know, me too. Isn't that a weird experience? I haven't done that in a while. Yeah, so did I, actually. Well, I didn't watch the two Rick and Morty things, but I'd already seen those, so. But the bumps, Paul, you gotta see the bumps. Oh, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure Caboose was happy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. I'm still not happy because I can get my Machu Picchu bumps yet. <laughs> Maybe someday. Maybe someday. No, nothing for Duelist. He doesn't deserve it. Actually, he had some pretty darn good bump selections for these Batman movies. I'm still sad that they didn't use one of... The Batman seems to operate mainly between the hours of midnight and 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah, that is just a little too perfect. <laughs> well, you know, they never used that one about the revolution will be televised from Dead Man Wonderland either, so... Uh, yeah, that is definitely a missed opportunity. And they had two times that they could have done it. They did. Uh, what you gonna do? I mean, not to jump ahead, but I, I find it funny that, like, Bruce Wayne was just like, no, 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 I can't wear the suit during the day. Yeah. <laughs> Never like, during the day. So then he, sa- so he saves Gordon's kid, and I'm like, wait, you didn't even put, like, a mask on? Like, just, oh, I'm Bruce Wayne, I'm just saving people. Oh, by the way, I can jump buildings. Um... Uh, uh, okay. Um, are we sure he's not Batman? <laughs> I mean, there's already people in this movie that are like, I think Bruce Wayne might be Batman. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, who? how else are you going to have all the money for all that stuff? Huh, that's a good point. It's just mm-hmm. crazy to think that Gordon, even before he was a commissioner, <laughs> would be thinking about whether or not Bruce Wayne is Batman. And By the way, late in his career, he still doesn't know that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah, I mean, but see, here's one mystery that just I, I just don't get, and it still confuses me right now because I'm like, wait, Gordon had a boy. Oh yeah, yeah. That part's confusing. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> I can have to look up the family tree with, uh, as I'm pretty sure that uh, Barbara, who becomes Batgirl, is uh, her. She's the namesake of his wife, Barbara. Mm-hmm. So I believe that at some point Barbara dies, and maybe he remarries or something. I'm, not I'm guessing sure. that's what it is. Yeah, I'm guessing that's probably where they were trying to go with that because that would make the most sense at this point. Yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> By the way, did he? What did she die because he cheated on her? Jesus Christ! Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We're getting way ahead of ourselves here, but uh, well, I mean, I said I, I decided just to dive right the fuck in because yeah, you yeah know. Apparently, apparently we did. Yeah. Uh. Mm. <laughs> this is this this is an adult Batman movie <laughs> with sex and stuff. Yes. Yes, and this definitely fits the genre of you know Adult Swim. So, you know, um, which by the way, let me let me let me go to something else real quick, like. Did you notice that State Farm and Chevy were involved in this? I did. <laughs> With some very interesting <laughs> cross-promotion. Howard Parker getting a little bit too into making State Farm sound badass. Hey. Like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean... I guess now we know why Toonami got those Batman films. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of, it, I kind of got a hint of it when I was looking at Toonami's Facebook page because, just like on the Adult Swim Facebook page, sometimes when they have a sponsor or something, they'll connect it on Facebook, so it'll be like, um, Toonami in partnership with State Farm. That's what it said, I believe. I mean, I'm not sure we should necessarily jump to the fact that specifically money given to them by, like, State Farm is what helped them in airing these movies. I'm sure, you know, the DC event tie-in is largely responsible. Oh, no, uh, no, no. I'm it just may, saying... in fact, just be a they've bought out a significant chunk of the ad time. So yeah, that, I, you know, they definitely did that. They definitely did do that. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't but, know if you like, if the, I don't know how like ad packages for TV works, but something tells me there is something that's like, hey, uh, if you buy out like all this ad space in the yeah. you know twelve to one slot, we'll uh, we'll give you extra promotional bumpers or something. I'm like, okay. Uh, but you know, you know, the, the other thing too was if you if you noticed, okay, so we got the two that are sponsored, but then you also have like, um, let's see, I saw Duncan a bunch of times. Um, There's something else I saw a bunch of times too, commercial wise. Did I say Batman brings the sponsors? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Batman did bring the sponsors. I mean, hey, I mean, Adult Swim probably was like, well, fuck it, let's just get all this money while we can. <laughs> And, you know, I was thinking, like, maybe even if they didn't use that money to get the movies, maybe there's, like, some tie-in to where they got some money. You know, they kind of split the money, in a sense. I mean, it makes sense. So, but who knows? I have no idea. We don't. (laughs) That's pretty much the size of it. That's true. That's very true. But getting back to Batman Year One, because that's what we were talking about. Yeah, I just looked up some like uh, uh, Jim Gordon family tree stuff, and yeah, yeah, uh, his son James Gordon Jr. ends up being a Batman villain. Oh, yeah. Is that is that canon? I mean, it's DC Comics, man. Yeah, I mean, that's all. <laughs> what true. is canon in DC Comics? That's true. All these different. Well, maybe he became a bad guy because his mom his mom got cheated on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Oh, Lord. How does that happen? Oh, by the way, my son's a bad guy. Oh, by the way, my, my daughter's a is a good guy. Like, where, where, what what just happened here? Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know that those were necessarily occurring at the same time, but who knows? Yeah. I, I find it funny that, and by the way, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, but a couple people mentioned that this should have been kind of how Batman Begins was. I I kind of disagree on that just because I'm like, because I like the way that Batman Begins uh, actually created Batman and formed Bruce Wayne. So I I can't say that I agree with that, but I did see that a couple times on Twitter. Honestly, I was kind of expecting it to feel like more of an origin story than I feel like the movie actually does. Yeah, I feel like it was kind of. I feel like it was kind of a lot more all over the place. It wasn't a bad movie, but it was just, it, it felt like it was kind of all over the place. I mean, it, it, it they, you know, more than we half t- of it was focused on Gordon. Yeah. Not that I have an issue with that. But. No, I don't have an issue with that either. I think that was actually a good idea. Um, and I, and I, you know, as much as I, I make fun of the fact that he cheated on his wife, I actually think that makes Gordon, more human because you kind of you think of these good guys as you know they don't do this they don't do that they're always you know they're always the straight arrow when that's not necessarily the truth you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i mean if you think about it batman was never really (laughs) straight and arrow (laughs) i mean he was sleeping with every freaking hot woman that he could get his hands on, pretty and much. What, what was that you said, Doulos, about uh, Benjamin McKenzie's performance being his best moment in the film? Oh, was yeah. He was <laughs> that, pretending that to be a quote, playboy. Quote, interview with Gordon and his wife. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I think Ben McKenzie is a, is a pretty good actor, but um, not, I don't know how much, so much in this acting movie. he's necessarily done. But. Um, it's probably I could say he's a little flat during a good portion of this. Like he's monologuing mm. constantly, and I'm not sure if he's overacting or underacting, but he he is doing something wrong, right? <laughs> but that scene where he's just like, "Yo, here's my hooker." <laughs> she uh, speaks some language I don't know, mm. which is bullshit. Bruce Wayne knows so many languages. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the latest so, is like five million for that easiest money you ever made. <laughs> what are you mad for? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's just uh, it's just uh, I don't know. I, I kind of felt like they could have picked a better voice for Batman in this film. I know, sure. like, for I sure. mean, I, I know that we all kind of grew up on Kevin Conroy being like the Batman, mm-hmm. but I've heard other voices that would have been so much better. Like, um, the guy that they have playing Batman in the, um, the justice league movies. Um, God, what is his name? I can't think of it right Jason now. Nomara. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I think good. he, I think he would have been better for this. Like honestly. for a, for a younger Batman. I, I think that, uh, the guy who voiced him in the Batman cartoon would yes. have been good. Yes, I, I will agree Rhino, with that. Rhino Romano or something. I will, I will actually agree with that. I actually, 
it's funny funny you talk about that. I actually when I did have Netflix, I watched that the whole series through and I was really impressed by how good it was. I I had heard some bad things about it, but when I watched the whole series through, I was like, "Wow, this is actually a lot better than I thought it would be." You heard some bad things about it? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Grown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the thing about the Batman cartoon is Initially, it seemed like it was just trying to go as far off the beaten path as it could, because, I mean, it was coming off of Batman the Animated Series, you kind of had to differentiate. But once it found its groove, it really started becoming a great show, and you know, give it a chance. I would be, maybe I'm reaching here. By the way, I didn't like the Joker that was in that one. That's the only <sighs> thing I didn't like that, about it. Uh, I mean, I think Kevin Michael Richardson... Gave a good performance, but he did. Just he did about it that I did didn't. Yeah, didn't work for me. It was it was off. I I just I I couldn't. I was just like mm, I'm I'm good, but thank you for trying. <laughs> like I'm good, but you know just don't have as much Joker in this. Just just push him to the side. <laughs> oh, but they um, didn't. No, they didn't. But they you know, I mean, I mean, I will say this. I will say this. It was. The only episode with Joker that was fun was the one where he was dressing up like Batman. Oh. <laughs> that one was fun. And I know we're, we're kind of off topic a little bit, even though it's Batman. But, you know. There are many versions I, of Batman. I'll be honest with you. I mean, if that wouldn't, that wouldn't be a bad show for, for Toonami to put on. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, it's, it's not really kids, honestly. That's more like teens, type of series so <laughs> i mean tell to know me that circa 2006 because <laughs> <laughs> exactly. they did play it but only like 14 15 episodes like they played well, the first 13 and then they they brought it back for a second season when it was continuing on kids wp but they didn't play very much of that second season and then it ended up on boomerang but it kept airing on kids wp for a full five seasons I don't know what happened there. Maybe it didn't do well, but I find that a bit hard to believe. Yeah, I I, I yeah. really do think that that would be if if they could put it on, they should put that on because that is that is a good show, and I think a lot of people should be should watch that show if they have a chance. I mean, everything's going to eventually end up on HBO Max. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Interesting you know. how all this information about HBO Max and DC. <laughs> Uh, DC uh, Universe's content, they haven't made it exactly clear if they're going to have all the backlog of shows and movies. What they, The only thing they've really said is that DC Universe will have the comics and the community stuff for sure, but uh, they've only mentioned that the stuff that was originally produced for DC Universe will be moving to HBO Max. But yeah. I, mean, I figure that at least most of that stuff is going to get ported over at one point or another, but who knows? Nobody but knows, Stitch. People should uh, take advantage of DC Universe while it still exists if they want to have a quick way to watch all those old DC shows. That's my recommendation. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know... It's only like eight bucks a month. You can watch it all in a month if you really tried. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's obvious that everything's going to move over from DC Universe, but you know, it is what it is. Hopefully, hopefully, Young Justice moves over to Toonami from from there. But whatever, I, you know, we'll we'll get to that point 
perhaps, some point. Perhaps. Um, but getting back to Batman Year One, let's let's kind of yeah. <laughs> some of the moments from there, like you know, uh, let's see. So I was talking off the <laughs> off the podcast about um, how I felt like Batman had a had a Denzel Washington moment where where he blows up the side of the house, comes into the dining room, and is like, I'm going to put a case on all you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Batman says, eat the rich. But Batman's rich. <laughs> yeah, that, that part I was kind of like, wait a minute. I'm like, wait, this doesn't make any sense, because are you Robin Hood now? Like, I, I don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> He's the only good rich guy. Are- <laughs> Are uh, you yes, sure about the that? only good rich guy trope. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that was kind of my favorite Bruce moment. Wayne's motivations are complicated. <laughs> there again, though, like I was saying to you, like I, I really thought that they could have had somebody else probably do the Batman voice because honestly, in the moments when he's full on Batman, I think he did a pretty good job. It's when he's doing his internal monologues <laughs> that he just doesn't sound right to me. Yeah, I think they could have chose better for that role, honestly. Um, But what they couldn't have possibly have chosen better was James Gordon. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Brian Cranston was chef kiss good. Like, oh, man, what a performance. Yeah, and I I honestly think that, and this is just me, they should probably have him for other future movies because, like, he did a really good job. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter if he's cheap. If he fucking does it right, why not just keep him? I mean, do you think do you think Kevin Conroy's cheap? Do you think that Mark Hamill's cheap? Probably fucking not. <laughs> Probably fucking not. I don't know. Those guys are mostly voice actors, so. <laughs> well, I mean, Kevin Conroy, I mean, doesn't really do anything other than does- Batman. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really do anything other than Batman, and that's paid him a very good amount of money. For what he's done so mm-hmm. i i am very you know i'm very happy that we got we got that kind of batman i i wish we could find somebody just as good as him jason omar is kind of he's kind of come close but other than that like yeah a lot of times <clears throat> some guys might be really good as bruce wayne or some guys might be good as batman but finding somebody who can do both a little tricky. Yeah. Definitely a little tricky. And a lot of times, like, somebody might be pretty good as Bruce Wayne, but their Batman is just... Well, I mean, there was Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I actually thought that Christian Bale did a good job. Um, the one thing I, I noticed in Batman... Because... You like your Batman's gravelly. Okay, I understand. <laughs> Where's Harvey well, Dent? well okay so so the one thing that i've always that i i found that was and i and i don't know if the director did this on purpose or if it was just something that happened as he as the story went on and they i i I don't know it it seems like somebody just was intelligence about intelligent about this but it seemed like batman's voice got better as that movie progressed and at the end it was okay this is the perfect batman voice kind of thing so 
I don't know if anybody's ever watched it, it hasn't watched Batman Begins, but I would go back and watch that and listen for that because you'll kind of sit there and and listen through it through the whole movie and kind of be like, wait, uh, did they do that on purpose or? Maybe. But I'm even <laughs> thinking about uh, the dark, uh, the Dark Knight when he has that famous line is like, I killed those people. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it still feels really put on, but I mean, it works. I he was I thought he was a good Batman. I, I he's not he's not any, you know, Michael Keaton, but he, oh, he was a good yes. Batman. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, the the the, the only Batman that matters. Um, <laughs> well, okay, the only live action Batman that matters. Kevin Conroy is the only an, you know, the only one that matters in the animated universe. So. <laughs> There we go. I made my clarification. I've put my I've put my stake in the stand in the sand, so to speak. So yeah. there you go. <clears throat> but so, anyways, I'm trying to think, what else was there? Uh, as is implied in the title of year one, this is Batman's first year after going off to train his body and mind to become some kind of vigilante or get revenge or whatever he was originally trying to accomplish. By the way, let me finish. (laughs) No, no, go ahead, go ahead, no. And he comes back, and he's obviously real rough at first. He's not really sure how to go about things, and he tries a few things to, you know, like, test out what he's going to do, (laughs) which makes for some pretty amusing scenes. And then all the while you have the... uh, Starting the career of uh, Jim Gordon, living in Gotham, with his wife Barbara Keane, who is about to become pregnant, and it's very clear early on, and this is just a Frank Miller thing, I believe, that the the whole system is corrupt. Where have all the good men gone? It's Gotham's a real shitty place to be. There's, yeah. like, all kinds of crime, all, all kinds of extortion, just bad stuff. And the cops are, well, I mean, it's getting a little too real world in here. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's a whole lot of corruption in the police department. And you, you see all the typical things where the police are covering up bad behavior amongst themselves and Jim Gordon does his best to fight against that from the inside and constantly get screwed around for it but oh man Gordon doesn't take that shit lying down he fights back oh he he fucked that one officer up like I love how he throws the bat to him and then just like beats the shit out of him I'm like okay (laughs) he needs a handicap all right, all right, all right, Gordon. I uh, I respect <clears throat> you a lot more now. Um, but going back, like what you were saying about um, Batman kind of feeling out what everything <clears throat> did he all of a sudden like turn into Superman or something? He just he just goes over to a tree, hit, knocks like destroys it, cuts it in half. Uh, what was it like? Um, He's very skilled. <laughs> like the, he he just like put his hand through the stone. Like he was. I'm like. 
all right, Superman, where the hell did you get these powers? <laughs> this is, uh, you know, peak physical condition for a man, don't you know? That I had to point this out. He's supposed to be in, in like his late 20s at the most because it's supposed to be 18 years after his parents were gunned down. Right. Which he was probably like 10 or even younger, perhaps, but not mm-hmm. in his teens. So he's supposed to be younger than 30, at least. And the dude has like lines on his face. <laughs> like he's he's got wrinkles. Like I, I'm third coming on thirty six, and I think I look younger than that Bruce Wayne. <laughs> but uh, it was just a style choice. And speaking of style choices, Sam pointed this out, and then I couldn't not think about it the entire time I was watching the movie. Is that the art direction looks so much like Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated? <sighs> and it's true. They even have like. The eyes that don't have uh, the the whites around the eyes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ew. <laughs> no, I mean it looked good, but it also gave off kind of a cartoonish vibe. But then stuff started happening that was anything but cartoonish. <laughs> Frank Miller likes to write about prostitutes. If you didn't know. <laughs> By the way, I, I, you know, going a little farther Steve once. Steve uh, Bloom, the pimp, everybody. <laughs> Steve was at least three roles in that movie, and also uh, one or two in The Dark Knight Returns Part One. Yes, he's been. I feel like he's been in like almost every DC film. It's really weird. Well, he's uh, a very useful voice actor who can do all kinds of roles. So, and there's another man that if he's not getting paid. Well enough, I you should be shot for not paying him well enough. Um, but like <clears throat> skipping a little bit farther ahead here, like once he actually puts the cape and cowl on because he <laughs> and ironically, I love that part where he's like, I don't know what I should do to scare people. And then a bat flies through the window and lands on his father's head of the statue that he has of him. And I'm like, hmm, all right, that's that's another way, I guess. OK. <laughs> Um, <laughs> There's always different ways that they've depicted Bruce coming up with the idea of being the Batman. Usually yes. it involves like bats like coming in and attacking him when he's a child or something like that. Yeah, it usually re- revolves around his fear, and he uses that fear to kind of put fear into other people, which is good. But, you know, I, I kind of... It's like there's not really too many different ways you can do this. It's 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 the same thing with Spider-Man. You either talk about the fact that Ben is dead or you just ignore it like the the Spider-Man that we have in the Avengers universe. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that happened. But hey, this Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Which actually it worked. So whatever. Hey, I'm fine with it. Um, How many times we got to see Uncle Ben die? Yeah, that's true. Um, we, we saw the Waynes die in both of these movies. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but getting back to what I was saying, another part that kind of got me, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, like, 
damn, you really want to you really want to kill Batman, don't you? They take that that scene where the they surround the building that Batman's in, and then a helicopter comes along and just bombs it. Oh yeah, yeah that was <laughs> crazy. Crazy, like what what? Like, and then there's a dead guy there. <laughs> like, somebody got fried because of this bomb. And I'm just sitting here going, are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah, the police are taking things a bit too far. Yeah, that was that was definitely way too far. Yeah. But it's okay, well, because Batman has bat sonar that can summon bats and <laughs> make him escape. I don't know how common of a thing... Batman like using sonar or whatever to get bats to do his shit, but I love it. <laughs> I don't think it's very common. But no, but actually idea. when they're harassing the bad guys, yeah, I think it's I think it's a great idea. I think that's, I mean, look at what other up to that. He's like saying all the stuff that he has on hand is like, and a certain piece of experimental tech from Wayne Tech Industries. <laughs> yes. Like, ooh, what's that for? Oh, it's to call the bats. <laughs> Maybe I uh, shouldn't have used them bat firecrackers in your utility belt, though. <laughs> <laughs> rookie mistake, Bruce. <laughs> rookie mistake. There's a lot of great rookie mistakes in this. When he tries to beat up those punks for the first time in the Batman costume. And he's I, like... I, Knocks a guy over and he's trying to hold on to him and the other guys are like hitting him and he's like, "Ugh, this isn't going well." <laughs> I, I liked the the one thing that I liked too is I think Batman because you, you you knew Batman was like kind of shadowing all the rich guys because you know obviously he wants to be Denzel Washington but anyways <laughs> um, so he. I like the fact that all of a sudden you started seeing him shadow like Gordon. Like he he knew he was there. Like, but he was kind of like just staying back to be like, okay, is this guy really a good guy or is this a bad guy? So like when, you know, we get to the end of the movie here where Gordon's like Gordon's child and, and almost his wife get kidnapped he just like jumps out of the shadows and starts trying to beat the shit out of these guys. Like, all right, now, now I know that Gordon's not a bad guy. All right, now it's time to help him. And I, and I like how that kind of solidified their relationship. <clears throat> and I love how like the hints are like, he, he saw who, who, who saved his kid, but he didn't want to say that. <laughs> so, well, he, like, he said that he was practically blind without his glasses. Which so, I think is bullshit, but yeah. It might be true, though. <laughs> so that's probably... See, I was just saying to myself, you're getting, like, oil all over your kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's but, hard you know, to get out. I, I don't know if, if they did this on purpose, but it's it's interesting that they did Batman Year One, and then they did Batman The Dark Knight Returns Part One after it, because it's like, okay, here's Year One of Batman, and now... We're seeing Gordon and Batman in their older ages, mm-hmm. you know, with Gordon re- retiring and Batman. <clears throat> I did like that juxtaposition. Yeah. I, I, I like They kind of wish they had promoted it as such like a glimpse into Batman's past and his future. Well. Yeah. I mean, I think they, they kind of... 
I don't know. The ghost of Bat Past and the ghost of Bat Future. Oh, sketch. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Batman Year One was was actually a pretty good movie. I, I had actually never seen it before uh, it came on this past Saturday, so... I was glad that I watched it. It was, it was a good film. Um, yeah, I, I hadn't seen it either, although I do think I own it. <laughs> well, and here's here's the thing. Like, um, for those of you that are that are listening to this podcast, um, up on our Twitter, we do have a link, and we'll put it back up also for the next two movies where you can buy this and Gotham Knights, which is going to be playing Saturday coming up here, um, for 20 bucks on Blu-ray. So... If you Is guys it like a combo pack or something, yeah, it's a combo pack. And honestly, I mean, if if you guys like both movies, I mean, why not go out and buy it? You know, so. And you know that there again that that uh, goes to support us. So please do do that. But, um, <clears throat> I think maybe we should move on to Dark Knight Returns Part One, since that's a good segue right there. Um, yeah, yeah, I. Um... Just real quick, I want to say that uh, I did see Year One back when it was new. It's, his, it's quite an old movie at this point. And honestly, I didn't remember it being quite this good. It's good oh, maybe it's it's because it was on Toonami. <laughs> Never hurts. <laughs> no, it does not. And, you know, speaking of The Dark Knight Returns Part 1, um... I think they did the the best promo that they've done so far, even for the next two, was this one. You know, part- I was going to say that if you didn't, because uh, all the promos they've done for this event in general have been relatively decent, but the one for Dark Knight Returns Part 1 was probably by far the best. I'm wondering who did that one, too, because I, like, I feel like that was one of the the editors that's been there for a while. I do think it's, it helps it was a bit on the longer side also. Yes, yes. And I thought they could have done part two a lot better. But there again, part two's wasn't bad either, but it it didn't have the it didn't have what part one's promo did, so but um I hadn't seen this one either. And I'll be honest with you, I really enjoyed this one as well. Um <laughs> I I find it funny that in this one, now that Bruce Wayne is retired, like it's like it's like Batman has developed this second personality, and it's Batman, not Bruce Wayne. <laughs> and it's and his second personality is like, you know, you want to put the suit back on. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of kind of seems to be where his head is at. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it and it was just interesting to see him just like step back into that role and just like crush everybody's heads, basically. Um, but um, I thought the voice acting was good. I what was my favorite part in that one? First of all, why the hell does Batman have like a huge fucking tank? <laughs> I mean, we're not talking I mean, about. Why not? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I okay, fine, a tank, but, but why? <laughs> like, where where did you like? My first question is: is I, where the when the fuck did you need a tank before this? And second of all, 
what took you to build that tank? <laughs> like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, holy shit, what the hell did you face before? It, it makes me think, like, and I don't know if there's any storyline before this to mm-hmm. kind of lead up to it. Maybe one of you guys can clue me in on that, but... I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with uh, most Batman comics, to be honest. But I'm... I, I think... I don't think there was anything really that... Okay. Well, I believe how this was is Frank Miller decided to do a future Batman story that shows Batman after he's retired, and it's implied that he kind of gives it up after Jason Todd dies at the hands of the Joker. Yeah. So I believe in this continuity, like Tim Drake, the third Robin, isn't in it. And uh, Barbara Gordon, like we never see Barbara Gordon. <laughs> so Yeah, and, and she's not mentioned in the film either. Yeah. So that was which, weird. Which too. is odd seeing as she's Gordon's daughter. Yeah. So you you would think but uh, I think just at the time, this was supposed to be taking place in a storyline where th- those characters didn't exist. So mm. Batman hung up his cowl, deciding that he couldn't keep going on with the fight. And <laughs> incidentally, it seems like uh, some of his rogues gallery, particularly the Joker, just kind of goes into dormancy when Batman disappears. Which is weird. Yeah certainly is i mean it, it it adds to the whole effect of well batman created the joker or yeah batman created the joker in some way and because batman's not around the joker's not around <laughs> so to speak so i mean i mean i guess it makes sense but then it's kind of just like uh, okay all right i guess i mean it I mean, it's always been this this dynamic that the Joker is basically around and still does things because he wants to fuck with Batman. And even like in Batman the Animated Series, to kind of relate this, you know, if you noticed, um, somebody wanted to kill the kill Batman, and Joker got pissed because Joker's like, "No, you're not killing Batman. <laughs> no, fuck you." That even <laughs> happened in the. <clears throat> The recent Harley Quinn cartoon, where one of the bad guys was like, oh, well, we know who Batman is now, so... And Joker's like, no, you're not ruining my fun. <laughs> and right. kills the other guy! <laughs> exactly, that's so... What Joker does in that show. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a very... People. It's a weird relationship. It's like... It's like... it's Joker's like Batman's friend, but isn't it's really weird it's it's a very weird dynamic but obviously we don't see joker in this one we just we kind of see the mutants we see two-face um we see some random yeah (laughs) we see some random random uh just thugs that are just trying to start some crap and damn that's that's the mutants gang which they're not Mutants, by traditional terms, they're, like, not genetically altered or anything. They're just street punks. Yeah. Dress a certain way and call themselves the mutants, apparently. I found that a bit odd. (laughs) But, you know, I I thought that this was... I I think it was just just an 
awesome Batman film where he just crushed everybody, basically. Oh, and, yeah, man. You know, <laughs> oh, man. You, you, you just crippled that guy. He's young. He'll walk again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dang, man. Talk about Adult Swim. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this um, uh, and, P- Peter Weller Batman don't mess around. <laughs> and and I like the fact, I liked where, where what did he do? He, he, he brings all, he has the new Robin lure all the mutants to one area and then lets their boss escape from jail and then beats the ever living shit out of him in front of all of them just to prove a point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, it's like, you're a slow okay. old man. It's like, yeah, but we're all slow when we're covered in mud. And then like a percentage of them became like a Batman. The sons gang. of Batman. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> like, oh, and, uh, I'm like, and that's okay. the moment when Joker's like, oh, he's back. Yes, <laughs> it's like and it's boy, time to it's you. time to break out. Oh man, what Joker does in the next part is, I'm not I'm not gonna say anything, <laughs> but it's very interesting. Of course, the promotion doesn't really show any of that, really. They just focus on Batman fighting Superman, which is, truthfully, the more iconic part of the next chapter. Because... Well, wait, what Joker does does to Batman, or what Batman does to Joker? Uh... What Mm. what Joker does to Batman. Or rather, what Joker does because of Batman. Like, okay. Jo- Joker returns to the limelight in an interesting and big way. But, return of the Joker? Yeah, Return of the Joker, right? Should have called it. But, yeah. So, as we, <laughs> as we mentioned, Batman decides to come out of retirement because Gotham is just, well, it's being a real shithole again. So, yeah. he thinks it's, it's time... Time to get back to it, but he's a little hesitant at first, of course. And eventually he works up the determination to just go out there and be Batman again, but he understands his limits to an extent, but at other points he just feels like he needs to prove himself again. And meets a young girl who becomes Robin. (laughs) And at at least his... uh, a useful decoy. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> well, she's useful in the next part too, but you know. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, she's 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 a smart girl. Yeah, you know, I, I found something else that was interesting about this one too. Is you don't you don't like hear anything about like Bruce Wayne's operations outside of Batman at all? Like you don't hear about. Yeah. Wayne Tech or anything like that. Just oh, he's retired. <laughs> like okay, like okay. So what is he doing? Is he like running Wayne Enterprises? Like what the fuck? Like I okay. Is all it right. not money? Yeah, exactly. I'm well. He's always sitting on money. I mean, Jesus Christ, that man has like an endless amount of cash flow. It seems like <laughs> it's it's just funny because like anytime anytime that like there was damage. To like a city or something, the Justice League would look at him, and then Batman would just have this face like "fuck you, I'm not paying for it." <laughs> so, you know, it's it's 
you know, it, it, it's funny like when they they try not they try to play it off as like Bruce Wayne doesn't have a shitload of money when we know that Bruce Wayne has a shitload of money. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just you know that 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 part was interesting, but yeah, I I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed this film too. I, I thought this was a really good one. You know, I, I it's it's interesting what's going to happen in the next one, <clears throat> and sad at the same time. But you know, it is what true, it is. True. Oh, we haven't really talked about. Uh, well, we did mention the two faces in this, but uh, a big part of the story is two face has come out of rehabilitation. He's had his face repaired, so both sides match, and he, honestly, he looks like Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah, he does. He his does. His shape. Yeah. And right after he gives a speech in front of people, he just disappears, and people are like, oh, what's up with that? So uh, he comes back, and he's uh, plotting to, you know, blow up a lot of people and take himself down with them, but Batman puts a foil to that, and I'm pretty sure he used Scarecrow gas on that one guy, which is a nice callback and also clever. I, I found it, I, I found it really interesting that Two Face thought that his face was hideous when actually his face was fully repaired. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I. It's you know, it's a psychological thing. Yeah, and <clears throat> you know. Which, it's a different side of Two-Face, you know? Yeah, since Bruce and Harvey used to be friends, it's really hard for him to see his friend going through all that. Yeah. Well, that is one thing that they mentioned that uh, Wayne Industries was doing. They were paying for Harvey's rehabilitation. and. Well, surgery. yeah, I mean, he felt, he felt responsible for Harvey. So, I mean, it, it is what it is, you know? But... Honestly, you know, this it was just it, it, it was just all together it was just an interesting film, honestly. And you know, I can't wait for the the one next week. Um you yeah. know, the the one thing I do want to say to people listening to is that if you want to see more of this kind of stuff, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta go to like their Facebook page, facebook.com slash tsunami, which by the way, that's the official tsunami place. Um, yeah, and just go ahead. I was just gonna say, I asked Jason, and he's like, go comment on posts on the Facebook. Yeah. Tell him you want more DC stuff. Because honestly, there have not been nearly enough activity on the Facebook pages regarding all the the posts involving this. Like, 50 comments on some of them. Like, really? You mentioned the adults from Facebook, too, but I looked at, like, a bunch of the most recent posts, and I couldn't even find anything about it, so... Yeah, I mean, if you guys want to see more of this on the block, you gotta do this. You You gotta tell tell them that you want to see it now the good thing was is batman year one trended um tsunami trended as well at a certain point in the night so i mean we got some traction i'm I'm interested to see what the ratings are i'm sure they're not as high because all these these people that are just it's anime or nothing um 
are, you know, they're probably, they probably didn't watch. There was one person on, on Twitter that was just like, well, this is the first time I'm not watching Toonami. And my response, and I don't normally respond to anything on the Toonami news if I can help it, but I, tw- I, I responded to it with my personal account and went, dude, you need to, you need to open yourself up to more shows outside of anime because you're doing yourself a disservice at this point. You know what I mean? Don't even get me started on anyone that's still like, Toonami is only supposed to be showing anime. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. (laughs) For sure. And, and, you know, (laughs) I I do have to make the comment that if somebody tuned into Toonami for the first time in a long time the other night, they wouldn't even have known that Toonami regularly airs anime because there was no promos that indicated it. No. And, and And here's the thing, too, like, all right, you want anime, right? You want to watch anime. So this coming Saturday is Batman Gotham Knight. Which has some stunning anime in it. Exactly. That's all anime. It's pretty much all anime from anime studios that was celebrating Batman. So, like... Batman anime, you can't think of something that's a better fit for Toonami. Exactly. (laughs) So, I mean, you guys should at least tune in for that. I mean, Mm. you know what I mean? And it's got, it's got Kevin Conroy's voice. Like what, what more do I need to do to convince you to watch tomorrow on next Saturday? You know what I mean? So again, I'm not, you know, Toonami has always been a diverse block. It's had a, it had in the Cartoon Network days a very good mixture of anime and American action cartoons. Now it's very hard for American action cartoons to be on Toonami because of various things out there going on. You know, Marvel being owned by Disney, Star Wars being owned by Disney, everything being owned by Disney at this it's point. It's pretty much either they're exclusive to one place yep. or they don't exist. Exactly. And, you know, it, it's that's that's the kind of the sad part, because I don't think people are experiencing the full glory of what Toonami was, honestly, because that's kind of the element that's missing here. You know what I mean? So and, you know, it's it, it would be good to mix in these these, you know, DC shows every once in a while. I, I keep saying that they should with this partnership that they have now, like this corporate synergy, like we should, we should be talking about a DC show for Toonami. That's more adult. Like, I I don't understand why we're not having that conversation because that sounds like a great conversation. By the way, Gotham Knight again, you can see production. IG can clearly animate a Batman, uh, cartoon, why not fucking have them do it? You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, they do ship. And here, here's something that a lot of people don't know. A lot of this, a lot of these Batman movies are actually shipped overseas and animated by Japan. anyways, I know mostly a couple Korea. of justice. Is it Korea? Yeah. Mostly Korea. Actually, Is it mostly even, Korea? Epi- even certain episodes of uh, Batman, the animated series were animated in Japan. Well, you, you see what I'm saying? Like that's, that's just me. I mean, technically, if you want to get technical, that means that Batman is an anime. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say, I hate to say, I hate to, I mean, if, 
if people really want to get down to the brass tacks of it, Batman is an anime because it's been animated over there. A lot of the Justice League cartoons have been animated somewhere overseas. I believe so, Sunrise worked on Batman Beyond. There you go. So you see what I'm saying? Like it's it it just makes sense that you know don't just take it as American action cartoon. It could be an actually anime underneath, and you don't even know about it. So. I just want people to be more open to this stuff because I think Toonami deserves to have more DC on it and more original DC content for that matter because it used to. It used to have Justice League Unlimited, for example. Um, hell, we had – He-Man was was redone and put on Toonami. Um, so, I mean really – and Yeah, it was a good one. I, I loved that version, dude. Um, mm. uh, <laughs> they showed Skeletor having his face melted off by acid. Yes, <laughs> that's pretty. Oh, that badass. was wasn't that by magic? Wasn't uh, that magic? It, yeah, it was magic, but it was also a liquid. Ooh. But anyways, I mean, we we want to see more diversity on Toonami. At least some of us older fans do. So I mean, can you guys open yourselves up a little bit, please? Like. And just give it a chance. And by the way, anybody that's bitching about, well, why can't we have anime uh, anime movies on? Because they're too expensive. <laughs> and these Batman movies were probably too expensive, but they got them because of DC Fando. So, yeah. like, again, I, we we don't know that they're you know, I, I'm sure they're not free free. They could be. Who knows? But you know, I mean, based on. What we do know, I'm guessing probably not. I mean, like I, I was I was saying this on a podcast. I think I said this on the Two Strangers One podcast that I do with Chris. Like, I, I feel like what happened was they they basically partnered um, and they said, here, we'll do DC Fandome. We'll, we'll promote it on our block. But you need to give us movies to play. It definitely does seem like they allowed Toonami to pick whatever movies they wanted to an extent. I think it was to an extent. I mean, these these films being relatively not so new either probably played a factor into it as well. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I would have loved to have seen like maybe like even just the first Justice League War. Like, I think that would have been cool to have. Um but I understand why they just did a whole Batman theme because I think that works too. And Toonami is all about Batman. But I do I do want to see them do some Justice League too. So I, I kind of hope they can do that eventually too. <clears throat> I think this would be – this actually – I mean depending on how the ratings are, this might be something that they could do over the holidays I think. I mean yeah, people – I mean, if people want movies, this is probably the best thing for it. And I've been preaching for how long sketch about putting DC fucking movies on the Adult Swim version of Toonami. It's been a long time, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty I, sure they've wanted was, to do it for a long time also. but Yeah, yeah they've repeatedly said that they, they would like to do it, but the it's opportunity never arose because it was always cost prohibitive. Yep. It was either cost prohibitive or they're not available to us or, you know, yeah. who the hell knows what else. But 
Even I mean, now, no. Warner Media is still such a disjointed mess. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're they're trying to. Well, I mean, it looks like they tried to sell Crunchyroll, but I don't even think that's going to happen now. Oh boy, we uh, we need to have a conversation that, about that at some point. That that is of the most rumor mongery thing at this point in time. So. Well, when it's reported by Variety, though, like that tells me uh, that honestly, like I'm I'm mostly going into this off of stuff that like our podcast has looked into. Is there's not really like legitimate. There's 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 a lot of like anonymous sources that say that this is something that's potentially have been being shopped around, but like nothing really good and concrete enough to really discuss like it's a definite thing that's going to happen at this point in time so that's why we really haven't Hmm. but well i do think i do think that it's it's interesting that we heard warner media was trying to sell their video game division and then that never happened and now we hear crunchyroll and that doesn't seem like sony's gonna do anything with it if it's true um but, you know, it, it could explain why we haven't seen some of these Crunchyroll shows on Toonami. You know, that that would explain it. I mean, <laughs> we have, haven't even gotten a ton of Crunchyroll shows on HBO Max yet, to be honest. No, no. Or I mean, swim shows, for that matter. But, uh, you know. There's a Crunchyroll section on there. <laughs> there is a Crunchyroll section, but it's not that big. I remember yeah, it's getting bigger, but it's still only like twenty, which is not much. No, <laughs> it's a drop in the bucket. <laughs> so I mean, and that you know that's that relates to this whole this whole Batman thing in the sense that everything keeps going to to it, it seems like everything is going to HBO Max, but then it's also like, well, if it's on HBO Max, we're sharing assets. Why can't you just share? These DC assets, you know, it's the same thing I keep saying about Crunchyroll. Why can't we share Crunchyroll assets the same way as if we went to DC and said, "Hey, you should put Young Justice on Toonami." You know, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole with Young Justice just yet, but it's it's the point of if we were able to get these movies, and maybe it was just a one-off thing, which is what I'm thinking it was with DC Fandom. If we're able to even just do that, why can't we do more of that and try to put some other stuff on, especially during this COVID-19 crisis? Because let's face it, I mean, yeah. anime's few and far between right now. And that I'll take more time Batman. to uh, run that entire backlog of Young Justice. <laughs> oh, beautiful. It would be so beautiful. And that would take up a lot of time, too. A lot of time. Take uh, so. Take more than a year. Yeah. They ran it once a week. I mean, I'm honestly excited for 2021 because it seems like Toonami is going to get a lot of content again. Where this is going to be another 2019 where we're going to get spoiled. But, but, you know, I just hope that number one, we don't get rid of Crunchyroll because Crunchyroll is going to be very vital in Toonami getting new shows and content for the block. Um, but, you know, I also hope that we can get more of this DC content as well because I just I, – we just need to be diverse. 
And that's, you know, even if we're able just to get the Batman movies for the holidays to fill up space and time, like, I think that's great. I think it's a great idea and we need to do it. So. I mean, the best case scenario we can get out of uh, these Batman movies airing is they do really well and they convince the executives that putting regular DC content on Toonami is a worthwhile thing to do. But the one thing I will say is if you're going to put a show that's brand new on Toonami, it's got to be somewhere up front. Don't stick it at fucking 3 o'clock in the morning. You got to put that shit up midnight if you can get it earlier maybe like 11 11 30 whatever yeah you know thinking back to 2014 i know they had a lot of things going on but they really should have given beware the batman a better time slot yes like three in the morning yeah well they did that with star wars too like well those are reruns yeah but i mean you know it's star wars half of Beware of the Batman, but nobody watched that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on nobody Cartoon saw Network. it on Cartoon Network. That's no. why it didn't do well. No. But I think, just that, imagine, I still I think mean, that show did way better on Toonami than anyone expected it to. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially for 3 a.m. And the most of a promotion they gave it was 2.30. Come on. I mean, I mean, Thundercats did worse, did, did, did better on tsunami than it did on cartoon network are you fucking kidding me i mean they didn't even expect it at that um what did we call that the cursed 1 a.m there for a while like they i mean that did a million sometimes and like i still to this day don't understand why they didn't see that and go oh we need to do a second season on tsunami I, I still mean, don't understand. That probably that. would have had to involve a lot of parties mm-hmm. to do. Oh, that. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to sit down with all those parties. Fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> but Dude, I, I was, still remember. I was so ready for that when uh, Beware the Batman was going to start airing on Toonami. Like news sites that never gave Toonami any coverage before were talking about it. I'm like, what a wasted opportunity to throw it on at 3 a.m. Well, look at, I mean, and then all of a sudden now you have these other news sites that right now are still covering Toonami, which is still yeah. blows my mind. I mean, we're the better resource for that, but I, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, we do the better job. I'm sorry. It, it is what it is. You know, there's a reason we earn that badge of fan site. Well, there's a lot of, uh, entertainment news sites that report based on our news so oh yeah yeah that's that's true mm. or they don't give us credit then they still take our article uh, oh. uh, well. we won't go down that rabbit hole either <laughs> yeah let's, let's and no not. i'm not talking about i'm not talking about some other tsunami fan site okay before anybody gets like too uppity no i'm not talking about that i'm talking about like main sites like being like oh Let's take what Toonami, Toonami Faithful did and let's put it on ours. Oh, okay. But. Anyways. But, yeah, I mean, I, I look forward to the, you know, the next two Batman films. And I'm just hoping that this 
will lead up to us getting more Batman content because man, like we really, we really could use some more American action cartoons on Toonami mm-hmm. and I'm really missing it right now. So, yeah. but it's been a nice change of pace and we will be discussing the next two movies in, uh, Either the next podcast or the one after. Well, depends on which one comes out first, because we got a paranoia agent discussion uh, brewing. Going to yes. be doing that pretty soon, and something else might come up. We don't know. Just got to play it by ear. Mm-hmm. So, Paul, play us out. Uh, I don't have any show tickets. Um <laughs> All right, so as as usual, you can email us, podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Uh, please do send us your feedback on the shows and what you think we should do with this podcast. Um, I'm not going to say – I'm not going to give away too much, but I do know that there's a little thing that we're going to be doing here soon that I think some of you will like. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see what you guys think about it, but we have something good coming up and, you know, also I would love to do music of Toonami at some point, but you know, that just seems to not materialize. Funny so you should mention that when somebody's here. Ah. Oh, hi, Duelist. Hello. Yeah. Get on that Duelist. I would be happy to get on that. If Please that do. Materializes. This is the perfect time to do it. Please do it. <laughs> but anyways, um, so as far as listening to this podcast, you can hear us on pretty much every single podcast app that's out there. Um, obviously, we're on the main ones, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're even on Radio.com because we're good like that. Um, Stitcher. Um, but the, the one that I want you to, to listen to the most is SoundCloud.com slash Podcast. Um, there is a SoundCloud app, so you can follow us on there as well. Um, Basically, the reason I want you to follow us there is because you can hear every single episode from episode one all the way up through this episode right here. Um, So if you want to hear every single episode, especially if you're a new uh, listener to our podcast, that's where you want to be. SoundCloud.com slash podcast. You can pick up the app, I believe, on both Android. I know it's on Apple, but I believe you can pick it up on Android as well. So please do get the SoundCloud app and listen to us there as well. we also have a website. It's podcast.tunamifaithful.com. I finally brought that back up uh, about a month ago. Uh, you can hear all of our episodes there as well. Um, I still have to go back through and just make sure all of our episodes are on there, but I will make short work of that at some point here as well. Um, but yeah, so you can uh, hear all of our episodes there as well. And if you're confused about what apps we're on, we also have those listed there as well, along with our social media for the podcast. Uh, Facebook.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast, which I would hope that you would like on Facebook. And you can follow us on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast as well. Um, so please do follow us there to listen to the podcast as well. Um, and, you know, that's that's about it. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Tsunami Faithful. Please do, um, if you can, donate to our podcast there. Um, I'm also going to be putting up some other things that you can do to donate to the podcast. 
Um, there's a Right Stuff ad that is on at least the main site, and I think it might be on the podcast site, but I'm not sure. Um, if you click on that and you buy anything off of Right Stuff using that link, um, we get a portion of that. And a lot of you have been doing that. I sometimes think it's mostly sketch, but who yeah. knows? Um, but I got the hugest box from Right Stuff the other day. <laughs> They're probably they're probably like at this point they're probably like dude do you just want to buy the store, um, but if only you could yeah if only you could well but they just it, put I, back up that Gundam Wing Ultra set that they found some extra copies of and I'm like two hundred sixty dollars is a bit steep for that yeah that's way too much money <laughs> but but in all seriousness if if you guys want to donate that's one way you can donate without. Um, having to spend any money, you can just buy something off of right stuff, and then we get credit for it. So, um, but if there's a, if there is something where you just want to just give us money one month, like five dollars or a dollar or whatever, on we do have a PayPal link. You know, you can email us podcast at tsunamifaithful if that's what you want to do, and I can send you the link to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, any donation is great. I mean, you guys have been actually paying for the websites uh, functioning right now. So I'm very appreciative of that. And, you know, I thank all of you for doing that as well. So those are ways you can help us out. Those are ways that you can fund us. And hopefully you'll follow us and listen to all of our episodes. But uh, that's it for this episode. Duelist, where can they find you? Uh, you can hear me regularly on Podcast ONA, which is the official anime news podcast of Surreal Resolution. Uh, Twice-monthly discussion of uh, the latest anime industry news, anime we've been watching, various anime community events, that kind of nonsense. It's fairly informative. Uh, best place to follow for updates about that is on twitter at uh at surreal s-u-r-r-e-a-l rezo r-e-s-o um you can follow me on twitter at heart of sword 75 and that's generally where i'm lurking these days all right and sketch where can they find you sir you can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984, and I'll try to pop up on the Toonami Faithful Discord more often. You need to do that. Do I? Yes. Uh, all right. Yep. How else will I get people to play Splatoon with me? <laughs> uh, yeah, that. Um, anyways, so you can find me. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Paul Biscrillo. Uh, you can email me, paulbiscrillo at tsunamifaithful.com. You can uh, converse with me on the Discord. Discord. Uh, you can just at paulbiscrillo on the Toonami Faithful Discord, I should say. And uh, you can also follow me on Instagram, instagram.com slash paulbiscrillo. And, of course, if you want to listen to the other podcasts I'm on, I'm also on Two Strangers, One Podcast. It's at Stranger Podcast on Twitter, so please follow us. Please listen to me there as well. So, but uh, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you guys, as always, for listening to the Tommy Faithful Podcast. But that's it for us. Peace. We're out. 
tune in next time. Same bat day, same bat podcast. No guarantees. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>